This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from the Dadsnet. It's four dads sitting around having a bit of a chat and talking about all the sort of parenting and dad-related stuff that goes with it. On the way, on the show today, we have got a chat about boozing in lockdown. We're talking about what Valentine's Day is going to look like in your house this year in a pandemic. And we've got the big dad joke off. It's a joke off, nothing else. Joke off. And we're talking loose trumps, which is a game of top trumps for dads to find out who's winning and losing parenting this week. With me on this show, I'm Jim, by the way, is Sparky. Hello. Evening. I've got Brad with me. Hello, everyone. And Jack is here too. Hello. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Oh, Someone's then this evening. Yeah, it's, uh, my wife listened last week and I got a bit of a rap on the knuckles for swearing too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> My God, dude. Jesus, your wife will drag me over the coals as well. Don't. My granddad really listened as well and he pointed out the same thing. So now I'm on, I'm on my best behaviour because apparently all my extended family are listening. All right, guys, we're going to have to do a swearing counter for, uh, for Jack. <laughs> should we do a clean version and a blue version? Yes. We should, we should, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just mark, I, honestly, mark, mark the rude one up, not for granddads. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. keep you safe there, Jack, you know, come on. See, I hadn't noticed, Jack, but actually we had that little clip that we've been sharing on social media mm. and it's mainly just beeps. Yeah. You know, is, it's <laughs> like you're it, talking it? in Morse code. It is. <laughs> That was a particularly fucking annoying app that I was talking about. Though, so. <laughs> I mean, but you know what's even more annoying? Sorry, what's even more annoying is the fact that I was going through the week going brush the crunchers, brush, brush the crunchers. <laughs> <laughs> so as annoyed as you are for hearing that song, I'm, I, it's an earworm, dude. It got stuck in my fucking head for the week. Oh. Well, we've started the clean version well, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. On the way, fuck with loose trumps. Uh, these are numerical based questions there's a number as an answer the highest or the lowest wins depending on the question it's like top trumps but for parents first question this week how many times have you said stop doing that to your kids this week so how many times have you said stop doing that to your kids this week um, let's go to Brad go on Brad how many times for you average of 16 a day <laughs> oh, average right. of 16 a day oh man I don't know we, we've just hit this patch where like my nine-year-old is acting like a 15-year-old and my six-year-old is acting like a 39-year-old heroin addict who's also found um, beer and uh, alcohol. So, <laughs> Quite um, descriptive there, Brad. Yeah, I know. Actually, yeah, I was trying to think of him. I mean, it was... <sighs> Like, yeah, 
my wife will kill me for saying this because she hates it when people miss uh, like they they misinterpret our kids but um because they play some of these games and obviously they play some like they play roblox and some of them they have to you know, like find people and kill them and anyway one day he got really pissed off with me <laughs> and he said I'm gonna cut you with a knife in your sleep. Oh! <laughs> oh. Okay. How old? Brad, uh, sorry, just remind me how uh, old? I told you, 38 year old heroin addict. <laughs> <who's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Now we know, we know that your missus is watching a lot of those murder programs. I tell you, been watching I, them with him. Exactly, dude. I think my my, younger, my youngest is joining in as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, honestly, it's I've got a teenager and um, a, a kid going through midlife crisis who's addicted to stuff. So, <laughs> mate, um, yeah. on, a, on a similar note, my 21 month year old uh, the other day had a ambulance and a sheep. And we said to him, oh, are you, is, are you making the sheep better? And he put the ambulance on the sheep and went, sheep's dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Why don't we yeah, play the lockdowns? Get into everyone, you see. Jeez, oh, <laughs> lockdown is tough. It's not just us parents <laughs> whose mental health is taking a dive, huh? I mean, I did hear my, my three-year-old running around earlier playing a game, shouting, kick him in the willy, but I don't know what that is about. <laughs> You see, at least, at least I can go back to Shay and say, hey, I spoke with the guys, and you know what? It's not just our kid who's violent. Everyone's kids are violent at the minute, except That's obviously, good. except Sparky's, because he's too young at the minute. No, he has got this crazy sort of tendency where if you take something away from him or like he's got these little uh, fruits, they're really cute. They're like Velcro fruits which stick together. And there is a knife that comes with those that you can chop. Like a little wooden <laughs> Keep one. Keep him away from my kid. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. He's not messing about with a knife. He's not onto that level yet. But he like gets this little rage eye where he looks you in the face and goes, and pulls the fruit apart. So um, he's still really living up to his name, Baby Hulk, which we gave to him when he used to scream for milk back in the well, day. You know, you know so what? I- have you actually have you actually had to? use the phrase then stop doing that with him um, uh, well actually I was going to say can I can take part in this but with no because we are going through the no stage he's a uh, he's fully developing into a full toddler um, so well, he can't walk yet but he's pulling up on everything crawling around at a phenomenal rate and yeah this week there's been a no for trying to eat soil out of one of our house plants there's yes. uh, been a no for going for the cat food and also guys a uh, um, bit of advice from the experts ahead of me uh, he's going through the stage well if you give him a no, he just sits there and he will just burst into a full cry yeah. like yeah. you've just smacked him one. Yeah. And yeah, it, I, you just feel, oh, the guilt. And you're I've like, got, I just said no. I, 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 I used to actually film my youngest when I did it. I found it so funny. <laughs> I mean, no, wonder, no wonder why he wants to knife me in my sleep. But like, like literally, I used to, I found it just the funniest. I mean, like, I, it's weird. Like, I, I'm always a sucker for kids when their bottom lip like really goes turns over like that and they cry yeah. and I, I'm like I find it it's really cute for me like I know I'm probably twisted as well but like <laughs> I like he just used to do it dude and that bottom lip used to come out I just used to love it and I'll pick him up and give him loves but he you same dude you say no and he'd be like Aah! but yeah I used to I used to I only filmed it twice though before anyone thinks I started a YouTube channel <laughs> yeah I mean, it's not a YouTube he's still, channel <laughs> he's it's playing crying. the long game that's what he's been doing he's been playing the long game and yeah, now he's yes. coming back to pay you he's like See, fuck you dad I'm coming back like five, five, six years from now, dude. <laughs> you and I are going to have words. Mine do the opposite. When you say no to them, they laugh at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is infuriating. Is that more annoying or less annoying? Oh, it's yeah, so annoying. Say. It's oh, yeah, so it annoying. 
<laughs> when you're so angry and you're like, right, stop doing that or else... And they go... <laughs> 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 oh, you're like, oh, fuck us. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I've honestly like in, in moments like that dude where like you, you get really really frustrated and angry and I like I sit there and I say to my wife I'm like if he was an 18 year old bloke yeah. I would fucking <laughs> knock his lights out right now <laughs> you know, just cause like that cheek and that back chat and you're like oh man so the only thing my daughter does like that is and I don't know where she's got this from if if her and her brother are getting a little bit giddy I'll just go look can we all just calm down calm down and then she'll do a kind of like full on uh, Buddhist sort of lotus position pose and go um where do you even understand where's that point of reference you're seven years old where have you learned that from Um, certainly not from me legend it's so frustrating because we're we're very lucky I don't think I'd normally have to say stop doing that at all but today we've had snow in our uh, in our area and so I've had to say it quite a lot of times because otherwise I've been pelted with vast amounts of <laughs> yeah. slushy ice yeah. so yeah. it's been a bad day for that uh, Jack how many times have you had to say stop doing that this I, week like, I'm, hats off to you guys for even counting um I'm done I'm done with counting it's just a perpetual state of being here you know <laughs> um, I think I think you guys are right lockdown is they're bored they're so yeah. bored of me of yeah, <laughs> of, well, of us yeah. of this house of yeah. not going to see their grandparents they're just bored and they're acting up and mm-hmm. and so yeah if they're not watching Mickey Mouse's clubhouse then I'm probably telling them to stop doing whatever they're doing <laughs> it's probably just a case of in the morning just going until I say otherwise stop doing yes. whatever it is that you're doing <laughs> keep it as that uh, next question today what's the most amount of bedtime stories you've ever had to read in one night the most amount of bedtime stories you've ever had to read in one night uh, going to Sparky first of all I'm bowled over by how much my uh, it's going to be 13 months since we've uh, already just talking in months still at that stage of parenting yep. um, um, how much he likes books like he he really does this thing where he leans in when you get a book like he like looks into the page and it's the cutest thing <laughs> um, but yeah he's really into Dear Zoo at the moment like that is his absolute favourite book and I feel like I'm that's my influence I'm trying to uh, push him onto animals uh, less of the hard stuff than heroin Brad like your <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on have a lion not a line a lion uh, right. have, have a little bit of a white tiger <laughs> <laughs> is that a polar bear arm um, right but, <laughs> but no like so Dear Zoo like, I feel like four is my answer because one night yeah we and I think twice we went dear zoo busy bear that's another one it's so easy to read I love that one though busy bear busy bear wave bye bye and then that means we're finished uh and oh dear where spot which is a classic I remember from my childhood which we deliberately got him so four is my answer uh Brad how many is it for you in one night uh the, the most I can recall is three um followed by me having to create a story. I used to. I used to love doing. I. I, I don't know if it's just life has gotten in the way. <clears throat> excuse me. Or I've just become a grumpy git. Um, but like I used to love creating stories with them. So like my eldest would be uh, the brave king, and uh, his. My youngest would be the uh, the trusted jester. Uh, and they would kind of go on these adventures because they'd have to go and fight the the, the darkness that was coming into them because they love sort of that fantasy stuff. So, um, and I used to love creating stories with them, dude. So it, I'd say read three, but then it turned to a point where I was doing more bedtime stories were 
me setting these worlds up and creative worlds for them. Which that's that's a dramatic performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds in so fact, nice. Yeah. Those are the moments dads think about, though, isn't it? Like when yeah. you're good, when your missus is pregnant and stuff, you think like I'm going to tell stories about you being a king. Like, like, like I, that's I, magical. I, I used to do like cool things. Like when my eldest was was young, I don't even think my I don't even think Cole was around at that point, but. Um, I would tell him stories and because he was getting into the Marvel characters and then it would be, oh, we, he'd be the Hulk and we'd be, okay, we'd go on the adventure and I'd try and make it kind of like, um, I, I want to say 4D, but 4D's not the right one. <laughs> but like <laughs> when 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 like we jumped on a train, I'd like shake him or like if he got hit, I'd like uh, pretend to like punch him and like he's blocking and stuff. So interactive. <laughs> I, made, I used to make it interactive, which is not the right thing to do before bed, really. You kind of want your kid to kind of... <laughs> yeah, it's like mum's tutting at the door like, yeah, no, oh, come on, are you hyping him up or yeah, putting him to bed? Which one? Dude, dude like, like Shay's like, you're supposed to be calming him down. <laughs> That's the problem though. When you get really into it as you know it is it is a fun experience oh. that's reading books to your kids we should probably do it first thing in the morning rather than last thing yeah get them amped for the day yeah like you know do you even read if you don't do your dad voices you know and, and things like that like you know you always you, everyone creates character voices i mean don't care who you are but you do <laughs> yeah I'm sure, I'm sure even if you don't tell does. anyone you do yeah, exactly. I've only got a, a limited range I think I've got um, I do Yorkshire oh, uh, very good stretch <laughs> very well at that it's very good at very that Jim there's a very Cockney, there's an Irish sometimes Newcastle I don't know it depends and then it's about that. oh no Birmingham that's quite a, a, a regular oh let's one. hear you Brummy <laughs> come on Bab uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, of what I've read oh, I'll just do it anyway all right, how you doing? Okay, it's all going all right. And that's, that's a good character voice Very for many good. characters. Sorry to Very anyone good. listening to the podcast in Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually um, the giraffe with the cold neck in the... Um, in the um, what's that Julia Donaldson the one the smartest giant, giant in town yeah, there we go yeah so the giraffe with the cold neck is usually a brummy <laughs> uh, and the fox the fox who needs a sleeping bag is usually from Newcastle nice ah. I, I always go posh with the fox oh do you any, any oh, okay. fox in any story is suddenly posh it's suave I just like it said that yeah. I would like it said to any listeners from Newcastle people in Newcastle can be posh as well I mean, it's not like, but it is. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> not, not what I was getting at. Uh, <laughs> sounds like it was. Uh, Jack, what is the uh, most amount of stories you've read in one night? Um, from memory, about three. We've got a, quite a quite a strict two-story policy um, at bedtime because otherwise it just... You know, goes it on. just goes on and on and on and on. It's a game and to stay awake as long as you can. And it and it was one story, and he wanted three, so we settled on two, and that's just <laughs> that's been going on for you know a couple of years now. So, um, so if I if I have to read a third, that's that's long, but normally it's two. Right, I think we've probably done like five or six on a night where maybe we've been waiting for something to happen or maybe one of the kids has been somewhere else so it's kind of like using up the time <laughs> right. but usually it was it was three stories a night at one point and now because my daughter's starting to want longer books we're sort of doing I'm doing like a chapter we're going through all the Roald Dahl books at the moment oh, so she's nice, getting a chapter nice. of that mm. uh, except we're on his uh, early days autobiography now which is not good <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it, it's, it's, it's great more for the parent <laughs> it's yeah more for the parents it mainly involves him getting whipped by teachers at school and it's oh. like, 
It's, and also obsessed with the matron at his school's bosom, uh, oh. which is an interesting hey. one. And I'm thinking <laughs> we could just drop this, move on to uh, move on to the BFG. But no, apparently we have to finish this one. <laughs> so there we go. So yeah, probably five or six, I would think, in, in one night is probably the most that we've done. Um, this is Loose Trump's last question today is how many Netflix, Amazon Prime or other streaming series have you currently got on the go? So if you're in the middle of a box set, uh, how many have you got juggling at the moment now? Probably come to Jack last on this one because he's the <laughs> streaming master of this podcast. Um, Brad, how many have you got on the go at the moment? In, be- in between his 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 twenty minute poos and uh, all of that. Yeah, exactly. That's where he's watching the Real Housewives <laughs> of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F- at the minute, just three. I've got Modern Family, Agents of Shield, which I'm catching up on, and One Division, which obviously Jack and I are are, are not watching together, but watching in uh, in uh, unison. So, so, sort of watching together as much as you can in lockdown. As you much know, as you, you watch can. the episode yeah. and then I'll send you a text going, "Oh my god, did you see? Oh my god, it's so good." Yeah. <laughs> it's like your own version of book club, but we yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sparky, did you know these guys have been yeah. talking behind our back? Don't worry, Jim. I tried to style it out, but being on Zoom, I think my face it paints a million pictures. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. You enjoy your little group. Um, should we uh, well, should we start a little uh, WhatsApp group about people who wear glasses or, <laughs> yeah. uh, or a RuPaul I, one? mate because uh, you know wait, we do wait. like a bit of RuPaul uh, uh, well I do I do wear glasses though guys so I could join so do group. I so do I yeah, exactly so we're all in boom oh <laughs> it's pretty much the normal group then no no this is the only I only wear glasses when we're recording podcasts group you guys can't oh my goodness actually. there are too so. many caveats here let's not start these groups at all I'm done I'm done with the group it's alright I never bother. feel lonely when I get left out of a WhatsApp group it's like uh, earlier today when our group was popping off I was like I was with the boy and trying to get him to go to sleep and I see all these messages coming through and I'm like I want to be in the chat I want to be in the chat and like, that's the thing about parenting isn't it it's like kid will you just go to sleep or something I've got some texts yeah, yeah total FOMO kicks in <laughs> and that's and that's a, that's liked my Insta story, so I'd li- really want to go and check that. <laughs> but that, that that's the thing about like um, WhatsApp group chats, isn't it? It's like the flow will get going, and then there's everyone's like chiming in and banter and blah blah blah. And then like if you don't get in there at the right time, it then dies off, and you try and jump in, and everyone's like, "No, we're done now." Finish with yeah. that bit now, mate. Come on, like, it's weird, I'm, isn't it? I'm in a running group, um, and you have to run every day. You have to run at least a mile, and um, it started. This woman in America hosts the WhatsApp group, and I, I joined it. And you have to post every day. You have to post a, a selfie from your run, and then like your Strava map or whatever. Um, started one day, went to bed, woke up the next morning, 500 messages in it. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to mute this yeah. straight away. So I mute <laughs> it. I only go on to post my picture and I only see when people at me and that's it. I don't want to know any of the other absolute crap that's going on in that. Jim, do you turn your phone off when you go to sleep? No, I don't. I, I was going to say, how the fuck did those, like 500 notifications, like not wake you up? Like, zzz, zzz, Oh, well, no, I keep it quiet. It's on silent, uh, but okay. um, yeah, no, just... Good, good thing no if someone need... needed to phone you in an emergency with it being on silent more. <laughs> no one needs me. Seriously, if you were in an emergency, would you ring me? No. Think again. Um, Sparky then. Um, I can't even remember what the question was. A, a box I can't remember sets. where we are. Don't worry, box guys. Sets. Yeah, we went on the WhatsApp tangent, which often happens. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know, Cobra Kai, Bridgerton. Uh, we've got one more episode of that to watch. That soft core 
period porn. Um, <laughs> honestly, which just gets uh, girls' hearts fluttering, doesn't it? Uh, Married at First Sight Australia. I think we're still just... watching The Crown. I don't know. Like, we started Series 1. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, but um, but the one, it's not on a streaming service, guys, but it's on our tilly, on our TV more than it probably should be, and that's Coronation Street. Uh, we still have that. She loves Coro still. So, so guys, I mean, I'm not trying to, to say anything, but it does sound like, Sparky, Jim, you guys could start your own WhatsApp because you do sound like you watch a lot of the same crap. Yeah. What do yeah, you mean crap? Well. No, mate, I, Brad, uh, I wish. Shy. Utter shy is what he means. <laughs> no, I watch what my missus wants to watch. I told you she has that little thing. But we watch telly together. together. Come and sit with me. Uh, but I could be upstairs playing Red Dead Redemption on the Xbox. <laughs> come and sit with me. And But then you end up liking stuff like Bridgerton, so... Yeah, that well, sounds that's, well, that's one of those. That's one of those that I, I want to start watching, um, but I've not started yet. We only have three at the moment: RuPaul America, RuPaul Britain, and uh, Married at First Sight Australia. Which of which there are, as Sparky's mentioned a couple of times, seven thousand episodes. Mate, with your amount of RuPaul you're watching, you can tell why your eyebrows are always on fleek, hun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm serving them. <laughs> serving eyebrow realness. Uh, Jack, go on then. How many are you streaming at the moment? I mean, presumably you're watching two different screens at the moment with two different shows. <laughs> that's, that's the way Jack works. <laughs> uh, I think it's five, but I've probably forgotten some. So, end of the fucking world. That's what me and Danny are watching together. So I only ever watch that with her. Um, then, ah, uh, oh, have you guys seen Watchmen, the series? No, no. Oh, I only saw the film. Haven't seen the series. Dude, you'll love it. It's yeah. so good. It's really, really good. Like it, it's set sort of in the future from the film and has like all the aftermath of the film. But brings back some of the characters. It's so good, so okay. good. That's on Sky or Now TV or whatever. You've got to watch that. Um, nice. I'm not sponsored by them. Uh, One Division, uh, The Crown, and Killing Eve. Um, we started an episode of the third series, but um, haven't got around to finishing that yet. So I think that's five. Can I yeah, just jump? Okay, that makes sense. Can I just jump in and say, boys, I do recommend watching Bridgerton. You should all watch it with your other halves because you know it. Like it lights the fire. <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know, like our Mills <laughs> and Boom work. There's a spur on the loins. Hey, you just you just call her Your Grace. You just give yeah. her that. You roll over and you give her that Your Grace look. And you know what? You know what? You know. <laughs> well, <laughs> baby number two on the way. We are going to be talking about what Valentine's Day is going to be like in your house this year in a pandemic. It could well, that could well be coming up a little bit later on, if you pardon that pun, which was not intentional. It won't be the only thing coming up. No idea who won any of those, really. I've stopped stopped taking it any note of it to be perfectly honest I'm not sure it's really the point of that whole feature (laughs) on the way we're talking about the big news stories of the week we are talking about Valentine's Day in lockdown and the big dad joke off's coming up too you know the lockdown is getting to you when one of the highlights of the day is when the postman arrives and usually he just brings bills or something that the missus has ordered on Amazon Nonetheless, it's someone to talk to, even just for a few minutes, and receiving mail, unless it's bills, gives you something new to talk about. 
In fact, speaking of receiving mail, you should join the Dadsnet mailing list. New emails throughout the week with the best latest articles, exclusive giveaways, updates on this very podcast and much, much more. Head over to dadsnet.com slash newsletter so you don't miss out. This is Loose Dads from the Dads Now. I'm Jim. With me, Sparky, Brad and Jack. And we're talking about parenting stuff. That's what we do on a regular basis. We're talking Valentine's Day in lockdown. We're talking the big dad joke off very soon. But first of all, it's time to look inside the news. And one of the big stories this week that's come out is, um, oh, it's quite a devastating story, really. It's uh, apparently deaths caused by alcohol hit a new high during the first nine months of 2020. Uh, that's figures for England and Wales showed that uh, it was basically up 16% on the same months in 2019. Now, the scientists behind this are saying, yes, that does coincide with going into the first lockdown. Can't say for definite that the two things are connected. So don't really want to kind of dwell on the fact that it might be the responsible thing. But uh, certainly, anecdotally, heard a lot of people talking about how they've drunk a lot more in lockdown. Uh, Maybe not to excess or maybe not to a problem, but definitely have increased their alcohol uh, intake as they've been bored or you know they've looked for a way to kind of de-stress or whatever has has this affected anyone has anyone found themselves drinking a little bit more sparky of you yeah, i definitely think uh we i mean we that before we had jackson like that was our thing in common like we loved going out like we, we were those couple that likes to go away for a weekend and drink um and yeah going into <laughs> lockdown was weird like i felt like uh, sj was a bit punished because she had a whole nine months of pregnancy and then the first few mm. months of um you know, breastfeeding and not uh, drinking alcohol to lockdown. So therefore she hasn't had a proper knees up since nine months before the lockdown. So- Has she had a leg up though? Hey, don't worry. Hey, not everything's broken because of lockdown. Uh, look, uh, um, the thing is, though, yeah, like, so I think we have increased our intake. Like, we have, we, we, we have a Thursday night rum now, which we may, we've made a thing where we, we go, okay, we've made it to Thursday. She, she only works four days a week after maternity. So, yeah, we've, we've, we've added that in. And, you know, that probably won't continue after lockdown. But it's just, come on, we're right near the end of the week. Let's keep ourselves going. But we definitely, yeah, I did a, for something to do on lockdown, did a bottle bank run. And to be fair, they were building up for ages in the garden, you know, like, don't judge me. But I mean, we were having at least a bottle of rum a month because I threw away 11 bottles of rum, um, which, yeah. So that, I mean, yeah, that's. That's lo- See, and that's not including the proseccos and but um, a bottle of rum a month bit. when you're drinking it once a week between two of you doesn't that's not sound like bad. a lot to me. That got a woe from Jim and I'm going, oh, that's all right. Sounds about right. Rum, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rum's the problem. It is rum, isn't it? <laughs> you, but maybe. Uh, well, all right, but I know I'm aware that I am uh, drinking more. But the thing is, I, I can't drink in the week anyway because I have to get up at like 4.30 in the morning. Like, I'm not a fool. Like, I, yeah. like, I like booze, but I still have luck- I'm still lucky enough to be able to go to work. So, like... Right, but you're drinking, you're drinking more, but it's like, are you drinking more? Because if you like a knees up, if you like going out, then you're drinking when you're out anyway. All, yeah. all it is now is you can count the empty bottles. 
Yeah, because maybe you're it's that. <laughs> like it just maybe feels like you're drinking more because you're always in the same fucking place. Mm. <laughs> you can spread it out as well because for a lot of people maybe not you Sparky because you know you're up early in the morning but for a lot of people if you're just going to be at home you don't have to commute then you know what's yeah. the difference between the weekend and the and the week really I thought you, I thought got, you were going to say what's meetings. the difference between 9am and 9pm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've all said that at least once on lockdown we've all said that <laughs> On a vaguely related tip, Just Eat seemed convinced that I want a takeaway on a Tuesday. They always send me a message on a t- send me a, like a notification on a Tuesday. I'm, like, I'm not getting a takeaway on a Tuesday. I know it's lockdown. I'm not an animal. What are they Come suggesting? Now? What are they suggesting a kebab. Anything? No, it's different every week. I think they're trying to find the sweet spot where they go. We're going to offer him something on a Tuesday that he's not going to be able to turn down. Yeah. Uh, Jack, how about you? Uh, more drinking during lockdown? Have you found that? Uh, I think I think pre-Christmas I did because it, I don't know about you guys, but I sort of I sort of built up to Christmas. You know, if, yeah. everything we spoke about this last week, yeah. I think, where yeah, emotionally, where you go, right, twenty twenty has been shit. So you know, twenty twenty one's the year, and yeah. So you know, the whole of December, it doesn't matter what I drink. Like it's like those last few days before the end of school. You know, you're just playing board games, you're just phoning it in. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. I'm, yeah. I'm having a yeah, beer. You switched off, dude. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And then you go into twenty twenty one, and I went, huh? Uh, this uh, is the more same. Of the same. <laughs> <laughs> I weirdly wasn't expecting this. Um, so I actually I actually cut back what I was drinking after Christmas because I I know we've had a few a few jokes that maybe I I drink a lot of beer but um well I think our intervention uh, helped to be honest I think I'd, <laughs> I I I'd did like buy a pack of on the shoulder <laughs> I did buy a pack of zero alcohol San Miguel um, which I won't buy again but <laughs> I was going to say that's not going too far Jack you can just ease off it you don't need to lose taste completely yeah. uh, but I don't know I don't I don't drink to excess ever anyway i don't I, I don't normally go out so i i'm not used to sort of like getting drunk for the sake of getting drunk i just have a few beers at home every now and again and that's the mm. same as it was pre-lockdown now so there we go how, how about you brad uh i never really drank before and i think towards christmas i was drinking a little bit more but that's mainly because the wife got some alcohol from work <laughs> So, <laughs> it was free so i was just helping uh exactly i was just helping uh finish it off really um but no, I, I i don't really drink to be honest jim um other than if okay. it's free or the odd beer like once in a while you get a takeaway and i'll order a beer with it or whatever but nah brad is that just because you've like accepted that you're just going to be the driver everywhere you know after lockdown like you i've, I've stopped drinking i'm, I'm the designated dan yeah dude for life uh no you know what it was it was when when i moved over here when i was 21 like back home when i was with all my mates a, a friend and i we used to every single wednesday uh between the two of us smash a bottle of southern comfort without doubt without doubt the two of us would smash it and it would be neat uh on the rocks actually and um he would then smoke his bong or whatever and I'd get passively high through secondhand smoke. <laughs> and But I had all my mates there, dude, all my drinking friends. And so, yeah, when I lived there, I drank quite a bit. When we moved here, um, I found, I've, I've always found it very hard to kind of integrate into circles of friends when you move over here. And maybe it's because I came over here as an adult and it would have been easier if I came over as a kid because yeah. you go to school and then you, you yeah. make your mates there and et cetera. So when you come over here as an adult, people are already cemented in their cliques. Um, 
So because of that, dude, I've never really had a reason to drink. <laughs> oh, Brad, if only I could reach down this Zoom line and give you a cuddle now, bro. You sound like you need it. I think we do, you, you've arranged this on your WhatsApp group with Jack. Oh, yeah. Just tell us yeah. what you've arranged. We'll go for a drink after lockdown. I mean, right? a, I mean like, it's I have, a social I have, side of it, isn't it? I, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, I have I have managed to to make really good friends over here, but it's um you know they still they still got their cliques and they still just, got their just friends. not the sort of people you want to have a drink with. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it, it's, a, it's a thing of like everyone just lives so bloody far away, and then as you said, Sparky, someone's got to be the designated driver, and if it's going to be myself or Shay, guaranteed, fucking hands down, mm. it's me. <laughs> I think well, non-negotiables. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just a fucking role I signed up for without knowing I signed up for it. <laughs> I think it's like PPI. That- it's like PPI <laughs> back in the day. You, you fucking- <laughs> what you said there's a, a big one, I reckon, because I I live in Norfolk, but my I don't really have a lot of friends in Norfolk because I didn't grow up yeah. in Norfolk. I didn't uh, haven't been here that long. So my friends are you know in Eastbourne or Kent or Bristol or London or wherever, and it's like it's harder to go for a drink with them. So I don't drink much socially. Yeah. And exactly. And like some of our best mates over here are up in, um, Altrincham near Manchester or in Manchester really. Uh, so it's not like I could just be, Hey guys, this is pop out for a, for a pint or anything. I mean, you can't mm. with the stupid fucking pandemic, yeah. but before that anyway, it's, it's, you know, we we'd make plans to see each other and I've been on some really great holidays with them. And on those holidays, we definitely drink, mm. but, Prior to that, yeah, it's just nobody. It's just me and Shay, and it's like tweeting birds in the background and crickets <laughs> and things. So, Jim, you're a bit of a wine Jim, drinker, aren't yeah. you? Uh, yeah, occasionally. Not like I don't drink a massive amount, really. Like Christmas, maybe I'd a, a few wines. There was an open bottle of Bailey, so I had to finish that because no one <laughs> yeah, else was but, going yeah, to. Absolutely. And also, you don't want to leave that for too long because you think that probably does curdle and go weird. <laughs> Um, so, but I'll have like a couple of beers or maybe a couple of glasses of wine a week, but nothing particularly. Maybe we started drinking a little bit more at the start of lockdown, but don't like parenting with a hangover. So, oh, no, you know. it's hard. It's hard. It's really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, I was going to say, if you like Bailey's, next time you pop out to Tesco, you should try and see if they sell. Um, it's a South African, it's similar um, taste wise. Uh, it's called Amarula. Yeah. Okay. Um, you should try and get a bottle of Amarula. Dude. It's really nice. And in South Africa, what we do is we, we have these things called um, Dom Pedros. And it's where you take uh, a liqueur and you mix it with vanilla ice cream and you almost make like a milkshake. And we used okay. to make these uh, Amarula Don Pedros. So you'd literally take a couple of shots of them, mix it up, swirl it together, and you have a, an alcoholic milkshake. So G- good, dude. Guys, I'm a little, I'm a little worried about the direction this is taken because it was quite a serious <laughs> alcohol chat, <laughs> and it's <laughs> turned into cocktail <laughs> advice. <laughs> so um, anyway, but anyway, uh, going, going, on, to, going yeah. on, going on to it though, I, 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 I don't blame people for fucking drinking more during this time because it's shit. I think that's a general consensus, isn't it? Like, yeah. That's it. You just, gotta, you, just gotta know, you just got to know your boundary between what is yeah. you drinking to lift you up and what is you drinking yes. to cope. Yes, yes. And I think as, You've got to be responsible through it. Yeah, 100% agree. As we've mentioned before as well, if you do need some help and you feel that you do need some help, there are people there to talk to. So there's people like the Samaritans. You could come uh, to the Dad's Net private yeah. group. It depends. It depends what works for you. Yeah. So uh, Dad, if you are feeling that. Dad's Net is a great place. Be- 
It really is. Uh, for any sort of problems yeah. that you have, uh, just make sure you, you seek it out. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? There's, there's two sorts of alcohol-based thing going on in lockdown. There is just drinking a bit more because, mm. you know... To take that extra edge off, uh, mm, off of, yeah. the, of a shit day, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's, yeah, what we've been talking about. And then there's the cocktail advice from Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, though, mate. I'm still trying to write down. How do you spell that? Amber? What's that thing? Amarula? I'd written Ambersol, which is that kind of teething stuff you put on kids. It's going to say, Jack, if you're editing this, dude, you're going to have a shit job of that one trying to work out anything. It could be like, I don't know. What can I keep or what can I throw away? Right, let's. Let's go to Sparky then for the next story. Have you got a new story for uh, us? Well, uh, guys, we can't really go into my story after having a nice serious ending to that chat about alcohol because I, uh, as soon as I saw this headline, I knew this had to be the story of the week for me on Loose Dads. Guys, I'll just deliver the headline to you and then I'll give you the details of the story. Woman gives armed robber blowjob to distract him until the police arrive. Oh, wow. This is a real story, guys. And I saw it, I just thought, yeah. You know, we've had some serious discussions on Loose Dads. We've had some, well, you know, Brad's brought some uh, about an animal that shits cubes. I've now brought about a special crime fighter who's willing to have a gobble on... (laughs) What what will the name be? Captain Marvelous Knobsucker. (laughs) Well, mate, like, I just couldn't believe it when I saw the story. So I went into detail, because obviously we need facts before yeah, people start shouting fake yeah. news. So it's in Bratislava this happened, uh, mm. in Slovakia. A petrol station wobber, robber was arrested after a mystery woman reportedly, sorry, reportedly performed oral sex to distract him until the police arrived. So he goes in there, like smacks the guy in the face who runs the, the, the petrol station, empties the till, um, then goes into the office uh, of the petrol station to start trying to raid the safe. And then obviously this... I don't know, super horny 36-year-old crime fighter goes, <laughs> I know what to do. And she goes in to the office um, and obviously he's a dumb robber. So as soon as he gets offered a bit of action, he goes, oh yeah, forget that I'm robbing the place, drops trowel and um, gets uh, gets action. Um, and then apparently, yeah, the police arrive after the guy who got punched in the petrol station ran out to alert the alarm, um, to sound the alarm. The police arrived and they're both half naked on the office floor <laughs> She's obviously otherwise engaged, uh, but yeah, he got nicked. With- hold, 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 hold the yeah. phone though. Hold on, whoa, yeah. whoa. why was she half naked? Well, because she got into it, I think. Like, I don't know if it's some but sort I, of... I mean, I, I think this oh, was man. an excuse. This was an excuse, wasn't it? She, the police <laughs> the turned up. She was like, oh, I was just... Um, uh, no, this bit on my chin. No, that's because I was uh, just yeah, yeah, um, yeah. distracting him. <laughs> that's what was happening. Just fighting crime. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that is a series of Columbo I'm not sure I want to watch, guys. <laughs> and if she if she genuinely was doing it to stop the crime, right? Yeah. As the robber, I would I'd be questioning that timing. Exactly. I'd be like, I like your adrenaline's pumping. You're like, give me the fucking money. You want to? Sorry, what? You want to do what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so love. All right, well, I guess, yeah. Okay, sort okay. yourself out then. Is, it, is there a bathroom here? I'll just uh, get, have a quick wash down. That's what I was going to say, Jack, as well. My thought went there. My mind went, is he, you know, did she want to check? Because I imagine, I'm not, you know, I'm not generalising robbers here, but I imagine they don't wash their balls much. So like, you know, you, you know, so would you, would you offer head to a complete random stranger who's probably definitely got dirty balls? Like, no. 
So so far we've offended people from Newcastle and robbers. Now if you're a, an angry robber, sorry that you've been stereotyped. Sorry guys. By that. <laughs> tell you what, Sparky's never been the same since he got that subscription to the Economist. Hasn't he? It's a great paper though. Look, you get all the stories. Weird and wonderful section. It's always good. Hold on, guys. Yeah. Can we point out though that like something about his search history for a change? Because I usually get it in the ear about. I must be looking at some dodgy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are searching yeah. some really random porn on Pornhub there. That's it. This wasn't, this wasn't this a new story at piece, all. Was it? it was just like, oh man, oh, I love shit. this porn. Oh shit, Sorry. that's a great storyline. He went into Robber Place, smacked the guy out, goes into the back room. She's like, oh my God, I'm half naked. The bass stars are bound up. Actually, the more you say it, I feel like I've seen at least eight porns like this. So, yeah, yeah. She, she wasn't his stepsister, was she? <laughs> Exactly. She wasn't half stuck in a washing machine either. Like, oh, I can't get out. Was she a babysitter? Sorry, half stuck mm. in a washing machine? Yeah, what don't, the fuck's that one? Yeah, Brad, it's your weird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Okay. It's not that I watch it, but there's always a lot of memes about stepsisters climbing into a washing machine and getting their front end stuck in there. And then the stepbrother comes up behind and says, what you doing there? And they say, oh, you know, I'm stuck. Can you help me out? And then he ends up fucking her. So, <laughs> right. Uh, Jeez. So, um, that's some, you know Jim, get I, out of this I, one. Jim, get out of this one and move it on. I really, I really don't shine myself in a very good light because I, I don't actually watch much porn. Yeah. Which hey, is the Sparky. Thing. Also, Sparky, I don't want to get out of this one because I know what the next story is. It's massively inappropriate now. Oh, I've got to deliver it, Jim. <laughs> no, oh, no. Well, just go, the reminder so, we should take but, from that. Oh, quick guys, 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 guys. You never know, do guys. your washing around Brad's house. <laughs> can we... Um, can we all just take a, a note, a leaf out of my seven-year-old daughter's book and calm down and just do, um... And now on to the next story. Uh, Jack, what you got? Uh, unfortunately, one of our nation's most recent great heroes, Captain Sir Tom Moore, has passed today, as of recording, uh, age 100 from coronavirus. Man, what a legend that guy was. Like, absolutely... Just huge. What a last year of your life. That's like, it. What, like, what I, mean, last I think I've said. Hurrah. Yeah, like I felt like I said something about it before when he was in GQ magazine on a previous podcast. But again, like it's, it's we should reiterate that again is this guy in the last year of his life did the biggest thing ever, you know. And Indeed, when I saw yeah. the news, you know, when I saw the news that he was getting going into hospital, uh, you know, 100 year olds going into hospital with pneumonia, it's, it's a bad story, you know, yeah. in, in terms of we were kind of embracing ourselves for the bad news. But then what gave me solace when I saw that, and it, I thought, think, uh, he raised like £36 million, was it, for the NHS or mm. something like that, if more, right? Think of how honoured every nurse that looked after him on his last hours of his life yeah. felt. And think they would have given him the best treatment. And I just think, Dude, legend. I mean, that, that, that guy did more in his last year of life than any of us will do in our entire bloody lifetimes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> insane isn't it that it started it was what he wanted to raise what a couple hundred quid or something to say thank you to the people who gave him a new hip and it turned into 30 odd million yeah. it's amazing <laughs> but like that's it but that's an inspiration for anyone as well who's feeling down through lockdown and feeling crap is like look there's there's still loads of time to achieve amazing things in your life even if you might not have done that awesome thing 
in your life yet. That's even it. That's it. Even, if, even if we've lost a year. Yeah. yeah, like that's yeah, it. Yeah. Or I'm a parent, I'm not going to... I mean, that's, that's the thing I think a lot of people feel pressure about is, oh, I've hit a certain age. Oh, but I haven't achieved this yet because we, we seem to follow this this uh, formula of, oh, by the time you're 25, you should have a kid or by the time you're yeah. 28, you should have a house, you should have be secure in your job. And everyone feels that sort of pressure as well to be at a certain milestone in their life by a certain age and it's like um it's like stories like that that i mean he he had a tough life you know early yeah. on but then to get on to being cracking on 100 and to do something that like blew the minds of so many people not just people in england it's all over the world it's just yeah. it proves to you that you you know it doesn't matter what your age is your, your time to shine could still be around the corner so just don't you know don't ever put yourself down or don't ever doubt yourself Tom Moore showed us that, so as well as raised thirty-six million pounds for the yeah, NHS. So cheers, Captain. Because as as I am heading now towards, I'm gonna have to admit, I'm very gonna soon not be in my early forties. I'm gonna be in my mid forties. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, at least I'm hosting this. Po- oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Brad, have you got a new story to bring to the table? Yeah, this this is a this is a bit of a weird one. Um, and I just want to get your guys' input on it. Really, is you know how PC mad the world's gone with uh, certain things you can and cannot say. According uh, to politically yeah. correct, I thought we were yeah. going to start getting into computers and stuff, Brad. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> time for me to zone out, baby. <laughs> you just you can't even slag off people from Newcastle anymore without someone putting an apology. <laughs> or robbers, <laughs> or robbers, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, Peter wants uh, people to stop calling. Uh, others chickens pigs um what was it chickens pigs sloths etc because it's speciest Hmm. so what that means is when you're going to slag someone off what they would prefer you to instead of calling someone a chicken they would prefer you to call them a coward even though that has the word cow in it. Um, <laughs> instead Cow's of saying, lives matter too. No, man. Yeah. In, instead of saying rat, you have to call someone a snitch. Instead of saying calling them a snake, you have to call them a jerk. Instead of calling them a pig, you have to call them repulsive. And instead of calling someone a sloth, you have to just call them darn right lazy. Oh, come on. No. Now, how much, if you went to someone and said, stop acting like a pig, that's fine, but imagine if you went, stop being repulsive. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell, man. Hold on. Sounds like I'm watching an episode of Bridgerton. <laughs> That's crazy. Right, as a as a English language student, uh, two yes. one uh, bachelor's, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, three, three years, twenty one grand worth. And guys, uh, and guys, he's segment. vegan, and he's vegan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's one hell of a bio you've got going on there, Jack. <laughs> the ultimate millennial hipster wanker. Um, <laughs> those words exist simultaneously in the language because they mean different things you can't like you're not they might be synonyms but there are slight differences in what they mean which is why they both exist if they meant the same thing then one of the words would have been phased out if you look at words throughout history in the english language one word has been phased out when there's duplicates these words do not mean the exact same thing. As you say, if you yeah. call someone a pig, that is different to calling someone repulsive. If yeah. you call someone a snake, that is different to calling someone a jerk. 
They are not yeah. the same thing. So yeah. I'm getting a bit angry about this from a language yeah. point of view. <laughs> I like <laughs> these terms as well, though. I like, you know, there's nothing more satisfying than going, ah, oh, dirty blooming snake. Like when you're yeah. describing someone yeah. on the telly or something. Yeah. Like that's that's what they are. It's like because they, yeah. they slither into your life and wreck it. Like well, it's not animalist. It's fact. The, um, the other thing is like, so <laughs> what I want to raise is a, a few months back, Peter was trying to get people to stop calling their pets pet. You can't use the word pet because it is it degrades what they are. And I was like, hold on, doesn't your business name have the word pet in it, essentially? <laughs> yeah. right? um, but here I'm sitting here thinking, surely there's other animal-related matters they should be throwing resources and money into other than people going, oh, I don't want you to call be called a pig. You must be called repulsive because that's on our higher on our agenda. Let's not talk about fucking all the illegal dog trades and, and fur and stuff. Let's just focus on... I, well, you know, I mean, I imagine they're doing that as well. I imagine yeah, they're I like not that. just... They're they're not they're gone, stop stop everybody. Long. Stop everybody. But the, the thing is that those things are going to get more headlines and get more yeah. people talking about them than talking about that. And I'm sure that is why they do it. That's they do it. that, they go... We're going to come up with something that's going to cause a bit of controversy. Our name will be everywhere. And then hopefully come for the annoying stopping us talking about snakes. Stay for the illegal dog trading. <laughs> hey, it's like clickbait. That's what they're doing, Brad. You've fallen for petters clickbait. Uh, listen, you guys joined in. <laughs> no, mate, I'm oh, with yeah. you, though. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Not saying it's a bad thing. Let's, let's talk about that all day. <laughs> At least it gets us away from uh, the uh, the story that Sparky brought. Um, right, guys, I'm becoming a burglar. Uh, up your chances. <laughs> this is Loose Dads from the Dad's Net on the way. We were talking about Valentine's Day in lockdown. And we want to know who's got the best dad joke of the week. The great, great dad jerk, joke off. It's the joke off. That's coming up soon on Dad's Net. The joke off. You know those moments when your partner's just doing your head in? It's usually something to do with taking out the bins or leaving things on the side or mowing the lawn. It's times like these you need a safe space to air your troubles, somewhere filled with like-minded people who will satisfy and vindicate your need to vent. Somewhere like Dad's Net. Head over to Facebook and search for Dad's Net. We'll see you there. I'll be there chatting about my fucking lawn. This is Loose Dads from the Dad's Net. Some dads sitting around chatting about stuff. Uh, the great dad joke off on the way. It's the joke off, finding out the best dad joke of the week. But first of all, the big question posed by Dad's Net members. If you're not already a member of any of the Dad's Net groups on uh, Facebook, make sure you get involved with that because they're a great resource, great place to be, great chat going on there. Uh, and basically it's this. With Valentine's Day coming up in a week and a half, What's everyone going to do to make it special in lockdown? It looks like nothing's going to be open, essentially. So what are we going to do? Um, Jack, have you got any big ideas for Valentine's Day this year? So the other week we had a, a date night here, you know, put the kids to bed, got dressed up all nice, um, ordered in. Uh, there's a, a local pub was doing some food. So we ordered ordered that in and we sat there and we basically got pissed, um, played played a couple of games, just chatted and it was just a really nice evening felt like we were out because we were in the conservatory rather than in the kitchen at the breakfast oh, bar where nice. we eat all our meals um 
And yeah, because we doled up and had a few drinks. Like we we made cocktails, uh, espresso martinis, and nice. yeah. When you work out, you can do them. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> when you can work out, you can do an espresso martini with the espresso machine as well. It's the greatest thing in world. That's oh, ever. I was just using instant coffee. I'm I'm not fancy. Oh, <laughs> oh Jack, you should get an espresso. You should. You should it was an, Ameri- an americano martini, if anything. <laughs> a mellow birds martini, yum. <laughs> um, but this. This does presuppose the fact that Danny isn't working and nine times out of 10 on Valentine's Day or our anniversary, she's working. She's a pediatric nurse, so it's shift work. Quite often she's on a night shift. So it's more likely than not that my Valentine's Day will uh, just just be me celebrating Valentine's hey. Day. Well, Brad's got some websites you can uh, help. <laughs> and, you know, you self, self-love I'll, I'll, is very much the theme of the year, isn't it? Self-love is yeah, something we should all be looking at. You've got to take care of yourself or move to Yeah, just Slovakia. not so soon after a vasectomy, Brad. So, yeah, or or move, move to Slovakia and rob a convenience store. And, uh... <laughs> uh, so, Brad, how about you? What are you going to be doing 14th of February? Oh, i tell you what, it's it's been a while since we've kind of celebrated... Um, valentine's day and i was actually only thinking this the other day thinking you know i actually want to make an effort this year so i'm i'm, I'm more here to kind of pick up some ideas and I, I like what jack's saying there about you know dolling yourself up and going to another place in the house and making a bit of an effort i quite like that um however i did see just i'm um, just putting it out there though because i was doing some research into valentine's ideas and um i did see that this year there is a zoo in america that is letting you uh, name, um, sorry guys, my my youngest is just walking down. You should be in bed. Oh, there's the dad eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry guys. So there's a zoo in the states that is. I, I almost I'll went just... to bed then. <laughs> <laughs> Those eyes are scary, Brad. Um, so it, what it is it's the uh, the El Paso Zoo in Texas is offering anyone the chance to name one of their facilities many cockroaches uh, that will eventually be fed to some of the zoos but you can like name them after an X so if anyone out there feels like they, they need to do something like that there's a there's a pretty good option or what interestingly what I found is Poundland here's a good one guys Poundland is launching their own Nookie sex toy range get up to bed <laughs> Oh. He's talking to Shay now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been say. to Poundland, babes. Come on, I've spent three quid. Conversations now. Yeah, I'm like, no. I'll be over with these losers in just a minute. Come on. <laughs> Role play time. I'm the robber. You're the assistant in the garage. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, it's um, quite a, a budget friendly uh, range that they're launching for uh, people to get a little bit intimate. Um, but yeah, for me at the minute, I kind of really don't know what I'm doing, but I like what Jack said. I like the idea that uh, you're finally taking an interest in Valentine's Day, the year where you can't spend lots of money and go out. And- <laughs> well played, Brad. Well played. <laughs> Very savvy. Uh, Sparky, what's going on with you? Uh, well, the best idea I've heard or had heard anybody have on lockdown, um, which I'm going to suggest for ours, is like, so it's a bit of Jack's. It's um, like we're going to have a date night. I did suggest um, sending Jackson to the in-laws because luckily they only live like a mile and a half away and said, should we let him stay over at his nan's for the first time over? like ever because valentine's falls on a friday this time doesn't it boys i think so it's like oh it's an opportunity to make a proper weekend night of right. this 
Um, but no, she said, oh no, let's just put him to bed. It'll be easier and we'll do it here. But the best idea I've heard is treat every room in your house like a different pub that you would go to in your local area. So like, you know, you know, if you go to a certain bar for a cocktail and a certain bar for a beer is go, right, I'm going to, let's go. Cause you go, there's bits of your house. I mean, if you don't live in a, a in a studio apartment, you know, it's bits of your house that you barely sit in, but you're paying the rent for them and the mortgage for them. So like, you know, let's have espresso martinis in the downstairs toilet. Um, let's have, uh, <laughs> you know, let's go for a beer in the spare room. And then, and then you're just kind of changing your scenery up a bit. Nice, um, that's nice. so it feels like a night out, but in could even go oh. and sit on the patio for one and get cold. Pretend you've gone out with that friend that smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and you don't make the most of it. But Brad, if you're looking for an absolute uh, freebie one, like the probably the best thing my stepdad taught me about love in the time he was married to my mum, which was a Valentine's year. They were properly skinned, no money, like not much money, um, but he wanted to do something sweet, and it's. For my stepdad, who's into trains and real ale, like, I couldn't believe that he did this. Um, but he cut up a load of hearts, like, heart shapes, in, in, and put it in a box, um, like, just a paper box that he made. And he just said, I can't afford much this year, Wendy, which is my mum's name. So here's a box of my love, right? Which she was Aww. bowled over by, right? Because she kept that on her bedside table for ages. It was like one of those nice. real, like, ah. And it didn't cost him a penny. And I thought, nice. I'm taking that with me. Smart. Cheers for that one. It, it's it's always like that tricky kind of balance that you try and find of like, oh, you kind of feel pressured to having to spend money, don't you, sometimes? I think the way that everyone advertises, you know, a Valentine's Day and like people always, and this is what fucking does my head in about like social media is how people are like, oh, check out, I got this nice new fancy watch, Valentine's Day, I love my sweetheart. or yeah. And it kind of sets this sort of expectation. You're like, Oh man, if I don't do something like that, then I'm I'm not worthy. No, I, I, if but, someone's not writing a social post about it, going hashtag blessed, then you <laughs> fail. Don't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm Brad, so lucky. I think, <laughs> I think anyone who's buying their other half an expensive watch for Valentine's Day doesn't have kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, very yeah. true. Very and true. Long gone are those days. <laughs> Yeah, has misjudged true. the situation as well. Who needs a watch? It's locked down. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. Time is irrelevant. <laughs> I like Jim, the idea. Of- uh, Jim, you old Northern romantic then. Come on, what's... Uh- well, yeah, it will be that kind of uh, cook a special meal, get some nice food in, some nice wine, have a nice chat and phones out of the way yeah. mm. and just like concentrate on just actually talking to each other. <laughs> What's that think, like? I, I think that's See what she's been up to the last year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, do you guys ever struggle? Like, um, like I've, for years I've said to Shay, like, I just want one night a week where we just don't have tech. Mm. Just one night a week, you know, where you, you get to break away from it um, and just hang out, talk and just be with each other rather than, just always looking at a fucking screen. Like, I sh- like I struggle, like... I think about like, nights like that, Brad. I think about having a night like that, and then I end up getting distracted by my phone. And yeah. so, <laughs> that's the that's fucking the problem. problem, dude. That's the problem. We, we are fucking addicted. 100%. It, and, yeah. and, like, it, it bugs me, dude, because I'm sitting there, like... Like, you, you sometimes you're, like, watch a show... And I know Jim's going to fucking crease himself now, but... Um, sometimes you're just watching a show and you're kind of like, oh, I'm not too interested. And then the phone comes up for like two minutes and like, doop, 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 doop. And then you're back to the show. That's like, yeah, dude. I just. No, I think I it's, it. it's certainly in all seriousness, 
I do have that issue with people not concentrating, but but no, I think it's it's a good thing to um, it is a good thing to kind of do in it to at least yeah, have one night yeah. a week where you're just you're not looking at your phone, you just can you know even if you're just watching telly and you're just together, mm. it's just it's nice. We try and do that. I mean, so, I've, um, I've 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 utterly failed though. She's never complied to it. <laughs> no. Oh man, that's the problem with wives. They're not always as compliant as you want them to be. Exactly. <laughs> oh, at least Dad's nineteen fifties here. <laughs> da- Danny made sure she cut the to obey line out of the wedding vows. Like she's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Lou's Dad's from the Dad's Net. It's time for the Great Dad Joke Off. <laughs> The Great Dad Joke Off. It's a joke off, it's not anything else. It's a joke off. Right, come on then. Uh, it's the best dad joke of the week between the four of us. Let's see who's going to go first. Jack, you're going first today. Okay. What did the farmer say when he was looking for his tractor? I don't know. What did he say? Oh. Where's my tractor? Oh, that's the worst one. <laughs> that, that 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 is almost as bad as what's brown and sticky. <laughs> A stick. <laughs> no. Just checking that wasn't your contribution. No, this week, no, it, no, 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 no. <laughs> Jack, no, please tell me. I bet you kids. That's the sort of one you kids find hysterical. Like oh. I. Every every uh, every time we record a podcast, I run my joke past my wife just to uh, just to see if she thinks it's funny. And this one, she said, "That's not funny. Don't do that one." <laughs> so well, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I think I think she might have been right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on, Brad. Let's have your proper one then. Um, all right. Did you hear about the bed bugs who fell in love? No. Oh, they're getting married in the spring. No. Yeah. no. Like <laughs> We've been doing this too many weeks, haven't we? Is <laughs> it starting to great yet, guys? Hold on. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just relieved that Sparky got that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's two for two. He's two for two. Well done. Going on with that foreign muck, mate. I'll be fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sparky, can we have your joke, please? Yeah, uh, boys. It's, you know, it's been lots of science on at the moment. You know, with all the coronavirus and stuff. But scientists have been working on something else. Uh, they've managed to grow vocal cords in a petri dish. The results speak for themselves. Come on, lads, come on! Uh, How efficacy is that? What's the efficacy level? (laughs) That's a good one, dude. Uh, How do you kill a circus? Don't know. You go for the juggler. Very good as well. Right, oh, I've written down right. the name of the winner and I've put it in a box and I've buried it for a hundred years <laughs> and we'll find that out when Blue Peter dig it up in the year 2121 uh, thank you very much for listening to Loose Dads for another week if you wherever you listen to us on any of your podcast providers subscribe leave a review leave us a star rating say nice things about us and share us with your friends as well please we'd really appreciate that thank you very much Sparky thanks Jim Thank you to Brad. Thank you very much, Jim. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, everyone. We will speak to you next week. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.